Thank you, Master Coach Hasmin. And you know, I remember the story of Esther was one of the earlier um, exposures I had to women empowerment. It's a very powerful story. And my key takeaway is do not settle for a life without purpose. Well said, very well said, Master Coach Hasmin. Right. And now our next speaker, she is HS Feng Shui Queen. Maritus Allen has been advocating feng shui for over two decades in the Philippines and internationally. She is the first Filipina to be awarded the prestigious title of Master in Feng Shui by the International Feng Shui Association. Maritus is also a seasoned trader and manufacturer of various products under her own brand, Friga Charmed Life, with 20 years of international trading experience in several parts of Asia. A true trailblazer, Frega has since developed a special line of auspicious lifestyle products for the home and office, which was sold online at www.frega.co.uk or frega.com.ph. In addition, she is also a shareholder and investor for Calscope, the newest social media metaverse. She continues to maintain a strong media presence through print and online platforms, partnering with leading digital creative solution groups in developing the Meritus Allen Almanac 2022 for digital distribution, which, by the way, is now available on App Store and Google Play. Asia's Feng Shui Queen and owner of Friga Charmed Life, let's join her as she talks about Make a Change, Be the Change. Streaming live from London, UK, ladies and gentlemen, Meritus Allen. Hi everyone, it feels so good to be with all of you today. And uh, of course, this early, I would like to say thank you so much to Apple and of course to the rest of the team. You guys are fabulous. And of course, the new channel and the rest of the speakers that are ahead of me and the ones that's going to be talking after me. Wow, what an incredible story you have shared. And I really humbled to be part of the roasters of um, keynote speakers for today. So at this early, I also would like to say that, you know, when I was talking or, or discussing with Apple about the chosen theme that we can have for today, I chose the theme, be the change and make the change. I would, I would say that it is very appropriate uh, message for everyone today as well. And then on my part, I had to reflect on what happened during my childhood days that led to the current life I currently enjoy uh, now with my family, both in the Philippines and in London, where we are based. Thinking back about those early days at times led me to tears. You see, it wasn't easy. Um, I would say it was not an easy life growing up in a family. Uh, there's 14 of us, you know, 12 are living and I'm baby number 10. So I was growing up in a very small town of Masbate, and we live in a very small house. And all of us has experienced working in a farm under the heat of the sun. You see, at that time, wala kami pang tuition pag hindi kami magtrabaho sa farm. So during summertime, my parents would ask us to help us to help them in the farm. And um, at the same time, we also shared that, um, you know, at the, at the same time, I remember that 
we had to stretch 25 pesos to last for one week and uh, for our regular baon. I also remember that um, we had to bring boiled bananas as our baon. And I tell you what, this kept us energetic and healthy. And I will never forget those days. Times were hard, but we could not complain. We saw that our parents did everything they could to raise us well. My father was in the military and he imposed a system where no one of the older siblings could get married without supporting the younger ones to finish school. Luckily, I was child number 10, so I had an easier time until I finished college in Cebu. When I started having a family of my own, I actually, uh, you know, got married very early. I have, you know, three small kids. At the time, um, I was also annulled from my marriage. I was a single mother with three small kids. My youngest uh, daughter then is uh, six months old. The middle one was one year old. And then next one, the elder one was two. And then, um, so this, like another tragedy to another tragedy had led me to, you know, resort into uh, doing some feng shui as well in my life. And then another tragedy happened as well. I lost my mother in a tragic accident. I don't know if you remember, but there was a boat that was caught on fire. Uh, my mother was traveling from Cebu to Masbate and the boat was caught on fire. And my mom was one of the casualty. I think there's over 300 of them who died. So I was telling myself then like, why are these things happening into my life? Why are there so many bad things happening in my life? Um, of course, you know, I resorted to feng shui. Feng shui is not magic. It's never a superstition. And uh, it's a science. And of course, I kept my faith. I am 100% Catholic. But as, at the same time, I learned. I went to the great, great, the great grandmasters of feng shui all over Asia to study uh, the beautiful things about feng shui. And hey, you know, after knowing what are my lucky directions, I was practicing about the lucky colors I have to wear. Um, at that time, my career was very good. And at the same time, I was also managed. I also managed to use feng shui to, to learn and how to activate my love life. <laughs> but but this even like, you know, after, after um, having to go through the chance that I have to rediscover and um, go to Manila from a very small, you know, Cebu city, go to Manila and start my life there. I remember that after my um, annulment, my three small kids, there's really nothing on my name at that time, except I have the three kids and I only have 5,000 pesos in my packet to start my life in Manila. I gave up everything to start all over again and hey i do not know how i made it and to be where i am now but i did it i would uh, remember that uh, when the kids were very young i would take them to a vacations to our house in masbate where we would sleep on a banig i don't know if one will remember yeah banig uh, we use it as a as a sleeping mat that was rolled out in our living room but during those times, I would also remember that I would be sleeping in a hard 
wood uh, sofa at home. And um, during these times, I told myself that I will do everything within my power to ensure that my children would not have to go through the life I had. With my business academic background and as destiny would have it, I got a good job in Manila managing a company that rendered services for expats. And then, of course, I use feng shui to enhance my love life. And um, yeah, luckily, I remarried to a British national. And in one of our trips to Hawaii, I came upon an opportunity to start a feng shui business in the Philippines. That was in the early 2000s. And before long, one feng shui boutique became two, three, and four. And during the pandemic, we have shifted doing business online and that our e-commerce websites, friga.co.uk and friga.com.ph has been very promising and to which we enjoy shipping to over 40 countries abroad. So I would say I had been truly blessed that millions of users follow us on our websites and continue the books that I write and the updates every year. The brand of the Lucky Fashion that I started several years ago is doing very well. And we have now progressed into digital forms. And soon, we will also be launching the Maritas Allen NFTs or the non-fungible tokens. And of course, these are backed by the blockchain technology. I am sure that the questions at the back of your heads, you could ask like, All these achievements, are they all due to feng shui? But hey, I'd like to tell you that I do as I teach. I practice what I preach. I make decisions guided what the feng shui calendar indicates. So this is like example of a feng shui calendar. If it's a lucky day or hour, then go. But if it's a very inauspicious day, then I lie low. So whatever I do and wherever I go, I make sure that I'm wearing the proper feng shui accessories. Uh, never mind if I will look like a Christmas tree. The important thing is to try to make good use of the feng shui energy surrounding me. And yes, in all honesty, I can say that it works. A lot of people I have given suggestions to also confirm that feng shui has made a difference in their lives. Whenever I hear those stories, I feel vindicated. I feel I am doing something right. My family and close friends know one side of me that is not apparent to everyone, especially the people I work with now. They know that the dreamer and the stakeholder in me can be so relentless. When I get so driven by a certain idea, I am very passionate with it that in fact, I forget that some people are supposed to be sleeping and resting. I work long hours. I, you know, do consultations of feng shui anywhere we are, you know, you are in the world. And honestly, I have mastered the art of multitasking. You know, I'm a mother. I'm a wife. Uh, my kids are in universities. Two of them are already, um, you know, having their jobs. And um, the other two are still on their um, university days. One is in a third year a medical degree, and the other one is taking a biomedical science as well. So I would say thank you to technology 
that in a way I can now balance my work needs and family responsibilities. So honestly, when sometimes I get so tired, I ask myself if shouldn't be, shouldn't I be enjoying so far the gains that I have gathered and stop being work crazy. But when I think of the people who are dependent on this business for their source of living, it is easy to see why we still do the things we started nearly 20 years ago. So if you ask me if there's really no secrets of how I have managed to go this far in my chosen field, the same tested combinations of determination, hard work, perseverance is all behind this. And of course, I would say feng shui as well, right? We are all capable of those traits if we just stay focused on our life goals. And let me add, those goals must be based on love and caring for others, love for your family and the people who are with you in the pursuit of your dreams. I cannot end my talk today without giving you some feng shui wisdom. It has something to do with my favorite feng shui charm or symbol. I am sure you are very familiar with it because we have plenty of it in the Philippines. I'm referring to the bamboo. You see in feng shui, it symbolizes the elements of water, wood, and earth. It is a low-maintenance plant that when properly cared for, it introduces metal and fire, thus achieving a balance of the yin and yang symbol. It is also very resilient. Notice how it bends with the wind after a storm and it remains standing, which is really a living inspiration for a country that is often visited by calamities. You see, I grew up in Masbati where every month we are visited by typhoons. I have experienced living in a house with no roof. I have experienced living in a house with no electricity. And my father would always tell me, we will rise again, just like the bamboo tree. So the bamboo, my friend, uh, it is a very popular function enhancers because it is believed to attract auspicious energies. You will notice, though, that the younger branches of the bamboo grow in a different direction than the older branches. That way, it allows the sunlight to shine on the older branches. But when the young shoots come out from the roots below, they are shaded by the elders. This is actually, uh, they are shaded by the older branches, I should say. Applying this to the human life, it shows that the young, should respect their elders. At the same time, you know, the childhood memories and the values taught us early by our parents. It actually carries so much wisdom, even in this modern age. And I so would like to end my talk today with this quote from a famous evangelist. It says that the greatest legacy one can pass on to one's children and grandchildren is not money or other material things accumulated in one's life, but rather a legacy of character and faith. So whenever you can, be the change and make the change. Have a great day all the way from London. I love you all and congratulations again, the new channel and of course to the Global Women Who Rolled 2022. And thank you also to Apple and your exceptional team. I love you all.
dear timeless Feng Shui Queen, Miss Meritis. And you know, my key takeaway is this is very important and I love this. Focus on life goals based on love and caring for others. You could never go wrong with that. Okay, so now moving on to our next speaker. Faith Abano is a seasoned media sales practitioner having marketed various advertising and media platforms for 20 years. The company she leads, Celestial Media, represents View, the beloved Korean drama platform, Liga Adarna, the premier esports tournament for women in the country, as well as various cinemas nationwide. Her years in the industry has exposed her to various media platforms from traditional to digital. She served as the Philippine Marketing Association president in 2019 after heading projects for the youth and academe as well as the industry recognition Agora Awards. She is also part of the board of trustees of the Marketing Institute of the Philippines. She serves as the PH representative to the Asia Marketing Federation. She believes that each one of us is a channel blessing and a channel of miracles. An entrepreneur and media sales practitioner Let's join her as she talks about leading volunteers. Lessons from the front. Streaming live from Makati City, Philippines. Ladies and gentlemen, Faith Abano. Hi everyone, it is such an honor to be in front of you, to be in your screen right now and uh, to talk to you about, for about 10 or 15 minutes or so of my thoughts on certain things that are, that actually can add to our, the whole, the totality of our femininity. These are such exciting times, especially for us women and for us Filipinos. And this afternoon, I would like to talk to you about a special kind of people special kind of people who are giving kind and the storehouse of energy and i've had the privilege of being one and i've had the privilege of leading them and that is a volunteer but before we get into that discussion and the lessons that i have learned along the way let me describe or let us define what is a volunteer a volunteer is someone who spends precious time and effort without getting anything turn so precious time and effort that precious time that you could actually just have spent with your family you know making memories with your loved ones and making sure that you are bonded and close or that time that you cannot get back anymore it also involves effort effort that you could have used for more financially lucrative endeavors or it could be effort that you choose not to spend at all you know by resting or binging on your K-dramas, watching Gong Yu or Park So Joon, and, um, or maybe just putting your feet up and thinking about life and the world itself. But when we say volunteering, it always evokes the concept of spending that precious time and effort for something bigger than ourselves. Maybe a cause, a crisis solution, a ministry, and advocacy or something that makes us go beyond ourselves and the square boxes that we define as our home or our office. My experience as a volunteer has been through industry work as well as ministry, religious and social civic endeavors. And that is where I will be coming from today. That is where my lessons will be coming from today. 
leading youth teams to industry working committees and associations for a number of years has made me realize how much allocating this precious time and spending valuable effort goes beyond ourselves. So here are the lessons that I have learned as I navigated leadership roles in volunteer teams. And surprise, surprise, they are more of self-discovery rather than leading others. So let's go. Lesson number one. Each and every one of us is designed to go beyond ourselves. Designed to go beyond ourselves, thus volunteers are driven by the bigger purpose, the bigger picture. So always keep that bigger picture at the forefront. Keep on talking about it. It's what drives the team. The energy that the bigger picture gives will extend to everyone. You know, another reason to keep on talking about the bigger picture is that you will never know who it will touch. You will never know whose heart is ready to serve and just waiting for a call to get out of their comfort zone. I believe that each one of us, each and every one of us, is waiting for a call and each and every one of us is waiting to be excited by a bigger picture. Imagine, imagine if that was your call. Imagine if that was your advocacy. And if they do come, allow them to run with the idea. Give them the space to expand what they can do. So that's lesson number one. Keep the bigger purpose. Lesson number two, people want connection. Yes, volunteers are led to your organization by lesson number one, the bigger purpose. But they stay because they have connected with the energy of the people in the team. Volunteers want to see the concretization of this purpose in the people that they have come and connected with. After all, this is still a human endeavor. It is very important to persevere in cultivating a culture of openness and inclusivity, a culture where each and every endeavor and contribution is important and each step toward a goal is celebrated. It is important to encourage friendships. In real life terms, you know, the more friends one has in the team, the more events and meetings are attended and the more things get done, right? What I also found is that people are very willing to share their network, their network in support of the work ahead. They bring with them not just themselves and not just their interests, but the connections that they have built from the past. Imagine how powerful that is. And those are your first two lessons. The bigger purpose, number one, and number two, people want connection. Let's talk about lesson number three. Expand the team, expand the heart. Always be in search for new teammates. There will always be a lot of work to be done and, you know, life happens. There will be a lot of times when personal matters, business, employment concerns, academic concerns will trump the will to serve. But, you know, that's okay. Keep at the mission. Trust that what has been planted in their hearts will draw them back trust in the bigger picture and when they are ready to come back welcome them with so much warmth that they will hit the ground running and because you have expanded your team 
the weight of the work is less and the pressure, the pressure to perform is distributed. So that's lesson number three. So lesson number one is the bigger purpose. Keep that in front of you. Number two, people want connection. And number three, expand the team, expand the heart. Fourth is my favorite realization and my favorite lesson of all. People want dreams. I learned that people don't just have dreams. They want dreams. They want to see vividly how something small can be transformed to something bigger. How their dream can be fused with others. And in turn, this allows them to wish and dream for bigger things. I realized, and hear this out, I realized that we are all a network of dreams for a brighter future. A network of dreams for a brighter and bigger future. And because of this, I also found that my dreams were becoming bolder, fueled by the collective energy of volunteers. You know, another thing that grows in this particular circle is trust. You start trusting other people with your dreams. Isn't that wonderful? You start trusting other people with your dreams. So we have four lessons. The bigger purpose, people wanting connections, expanding the team so you could expand your heart, and people wanting dreams. Let's go to the fifth. Leading volunteers is a way to empowering oneself. When I started raising my hand to do volunteer work for the different groups I was involved in, all I wanted to do was learn new ways and learn new things outside of my box. Of course, I wanted to make new friends along the way. But I realized when I think about it now, especially when preparing this talk, I got something more. I found a voice. And I found that I'm capable of more things that I give myself credit for. I think there are two things and two thoughts that destroy or hinder leadership in this aspect. One is the negative thought, and I believe that this has been, this has been touched on here today. The negative thought that one is not enough. This thought, admittedly, can creep into one's mind and thoughts as any one of you might weigh in on taking the challenges of leading volunteers. But let me tell you, let me tell you, volunteers are the most kind, the kindest people. They are supportive and eager to see people around them succeed. Hindi sila bashers. Why? Because they know it's not about the person. But lesson number one, the purpose. So I tell you, when those thoughts creep in, vanquish them, slay them. Girl, you're enough. And another thought that would hinder your leading volunteers would probably be the opposite, that you are more than enough, that it is about you and about your ideas. You know, you may be the best in expressing the big idea. You may be the most eloquent, but the big idea is about the collective. If it were about you, then, you know, just hire people, pay them. Remember this, we are placed in this world, in this earth, to be channels of blessing. Wherever you are, you are meant to be a channel of blessing. 
all the dreams and aspirations in every volunteer's heart are placed there by a God who fires up our belly. All these dreams that we all have are a manifestation of our Creator's big love, big, big love that we can experience in various ways. The blessing is our God's gift. We are but channels of blessings. So five lessons. The bigger purpose, keep that in front of you. People want connection. Expanding the team to expand the heart. People want dreams. And leading volunteers is a way to empowering oneself. So I say this. For anyone thinking, should I volunteer? Or better yet, if you are already volunteering, should I lead in this volunteer activity? The answer, obviously, is a resounding yes. Why? Let me circle back to my earlier definition of a volunteer. We said that it is someone who spends precious time and effort without getting anything in return. But as you see from my discussions and from some of the five lessons that I have given you, it's not true. Not true at all. You get so much more in return, much more than you would expect and much more than your heart can hold. You get friendships, you get validations, you get a platform for improvement in your professional life and in your personal life. You get a circle where you can refine your ideas and beliefs. You get a safe space where you can discuss and grow your dreams. Now, why are we talking about this in a woman's forum? Let me tell you, because women are the first dreamers for others. When they find a life in their belly, they are the first to dream of the kind of life that that child deserves. They are the first volunteers. They volunteered their body to be the house of another life, to be the house of another dream. So go. Go and raise your hand. Raise your hand so high. Raise your hand so high and lead volunteers. I'm telling you, the rewards are worth it. And to all of you women out there, may you all grow as you volunteer. And may you all be catalysts of dreams as you lead them. My name is Faith Abano. God bless all of your dreams. Thank you very much, Faith. You know, that's such a relevant discussion on volunteerism. And I want you all to remember this, especially the women watching right now. Women are the first dreamers for others. And what a wonderful role that truly is. Okay, so now moving on with our program and to the next speaker. Elquan is a health tech startup founder, as well as international presenter, speaker, and author. Her recent startup, MedHive, is an award-winning B2B digital marketplace that provides transparent, efficient, and cost-effective sourcing of medical supplies in developing markets. Elle is a business enabler and Asia's go-to expert for healthcare and technology events. 
She is an alumna of the Women Entrepreneur Development Program by PNG, a founding member of the Singapore Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Exacom member of Asia Pacific Assistant Robotics Association, and an international peace ambassador of the Global Prosperity and Peace Initiative. A health tech startup founder, international B2B event producer, dreamer, a foodie, a mom to three teenage boys and two fur babies that once, by the way, organized Karaoke World Championship Asia. Let's join her as she talks about breaking gender bias in tech, case for women in leadership. Streaming live from Singapore, ladies and gentlemen, Elkwan. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that kind introduction. And, you know, I just want to honor the speakers that have presented before me. You are all fabulous. So let me start by expressing what everyone has witnessed the past two years. That amidst the global pandemic, we have seen the incredible dedication, transformation, and innovation from individuals and organizations. Now, the global women who rule was born out of the pandemic, recognizing and promoting the many talented women and success stories how women leaders have emerged with impact despite the challenges. So as we celebrate you, our audience, I'd like to thank the organizers, the new channel, for having me here. This afternoon, I'll share with you my thoughts on why we women should set our sights on technology and innovation. As a two-time COVID survivor, I've observed that the wave of digital transformation brought about by the COVID-19 pandemic has pushed businesses, economies, and countries to constantly innovate and redefine to stay relevant. New businesses have also emerged. Digital has become a buzzword. We now learn, work, and socialize via the internet. Working and studying via Zoom was unthinkable three years ago. Shopping online, getting your food delivered at a touch of a button, catching movies on Netflix. This is indeed our new normal. Some may still be struggling to adapt to it, but this digital world excites me. Why? Because it's a great time to build a better, more inclusive digital world. And it's a good time to change the current situation of women being underrepresented across the tech industry, especially at leadership levels. Chances are women are also likely paid less than their male counterparts. But before going into that, first, let's have a look at some exciting latest technologies knocking on our doors. In the last five to 10 years, we have seen notable breakthroughs in technology and innovation. Undeniably, technology has made its way into all aspects of our lives. From the evolution of artificial intelligence or AI, robotics, the Internet of Things, 5G to big data and analytics, technology has the capacity and potential to transform everything, revolutionizing the world we are in. Already, we see the rapid rollout of electric autonomous vehicles, the self-driving cars, 
You know, the sudden price increase of petrol and diesel are forcing people to choose a new driving option. And here you go. In fact, a number of accidents on the road will significantly decrease with this technology. Singapore will phase out internal combustion engine vehicles, those that use petrol, and have all vehicles run on cleaner energy by 2040. Here in Singapore, there is already a large-scale multi-agency effort to provide charging infrastructure, electrify public vehicles, and upgrade the electrical grid to accommodate the new demand. Next, let's talk about robots. So robots would be another reality that we will live with. Worldwide industrial robots could reach 20 million by 2030. Robot baristas are already commonplace in Singapore, in Dubai. So while robots may not take over the world, we can expect to see more robots in our daily lives. Now, how can I not mention artificial intelligence or AI that is, in fact, taking over from medical sector to education to entertainment? In fact, I've co-founded an AI-powered medical procurement platform called MedHive, which currently serves hospitals and clinics in the Philippines. So if you know any medical or pharma distributor or hospital clinic administrator, Tell them about MedHive and how we can help save up to 50% of medical supplies cost. Here's another futuristic term that is going to be common in our lifetime. Space travel. Space travel will become a reality. It's real, it's developing fast, and it might look like international travel back in the 70s where few can afford it but it will increasingly become affordable in time. So watch out for that opportunity. Those who have Alexa or uh, Google Nest would be familiar with IoT. This is the Internet of Things. These are systems of uh, sensors and devices which talk to the cloud through some kind of connectivity. So this is a growing system of billions of devices or things worldwide that connect to the Internet and to each other through wireless networks. IoT is used from smart homes to control your lighting or aircon temperature, to medical treatments, to improving yields in farming. Now, my current favorite is VR, AR, MR. So these are artificial, um, um, sorry, um, VR. Remember the Pokemon cra craze a few years back? Uh, me and my son used to play that, and it was such a big thing in Singapore. But that was just a foretaste. Extended reality, or XR, is a term referring to all real and virtual combined environments and human-machine interactions generated by computer technology and wearables. Have you heard of the term metaverse? It has suddenly become wildly popular due to Facebook, where we are live streaming now, changing its name to Meta. But really, the Metaverse is a rich virtual space where people can work, play, shop, socialize. In short, do all the things that human beings like to do together in real life, 
but we are now blurring the lines between physical and digital worlds. So let's stop and think about that. We are blurring the lines between physical and digital world. What does that mean to you and me? It means new skills are needed. It means new businesses must be built. And more importantly, it means countless new opportunities are present for you and me. Now is the best time to energize, engage, elevate your involvement in technology. Get into tech, get into innovation, because everything is changing. And if you don't run with the changing times, you will be left behind. Here's a reality. What's been taught in schools currently is no longer enough to equip the next generation. Now we, we need to do, we need to move in order to know what needs to be done. Professors in universities are learning AI, blockchain, while some interested young people are already coding and building AI infrastructure. So there may be an obvious crisis brought about by the pandemic, but there's also a digital skills crisis. A look back in history will reveal the numerous ways that crises have offered unexpected benefits for societies, countries, and humanity. Today, technology has made our lives easier, faster, better, and more fun. But it is set to further redefine our future. It doesn't stop here. We've heard of the phrase, necessity is the mother of invention. And often, a crisis acts as the forcing mechanism to compel innovation. And this leads to rapid advances. Let's take the lockdowns, for example. Remember, during lockdown, suddenly there's a lot of FB selling, many delivery options, and almost everyone is working remote. We have innovated. And then try to look around. Most of these innovations are women-led. Why? It's because women have this instinctive key to unlocking growth in the midst of crisis. We are gifted to see potential. But remember, seeing the opportunities emerging from a crisis is not the same as being able to seize them. So we must do. You must do. You must move, not just watch. And this is where women excel. We are flexible. We are resourceful. We are patient. When life throws you curveballs, you know, those things that you didn't expect, failures and disappointments, frustrations from events that turn out to be less fulfilling than we imagined, do we ever stop? We may cry for a while, but women somehow manage to turn lemons into lemonade. We make things work. And if you're in business or working to build a career, this virtue is extremely useful as we face rapid changes, whether that's in customer behavior or government policies like lockdowns. So second point, women are resourceful. And this is very true for the Filipina woman. We don't wait to be fed. We have our own hustle. 
who usually solves the problem when there is no food on the table. Women magically turn entrepreneurial. We are suddenly able to sell something or get someone to sign up for some insurance or, or, or even a network marketing program. That's our hustle. And we are very good at that. We are very resourceful. Now, the last uh, virtue I'd like to highlight is that women are patient. And for moms out there, waiting for nine months to carry your baby in your womb is not easy. But we make it look easy. And I'm sure every woman watching will have her own story of how patient and long-suffering you've been as an employee, as a wife, as a mother, as a friend, as a daughter. You've been patient as a woman. Women have that innate rapid problem-solving skills, and we are innovative. And these are the kinds of leaders that today's businesses need. Businesses can gain long-term advantages by understanding shifts and opportunities that are presented. And listening, and this is another woman superpower, listening and understanding usually precedes superior growth and performance after a crisis. So this is my invitation and challenge to you, dear friends. Become leaders in technology-led initiatives. This could be in a business, it could be in a nonprofit, it could be a project in your workplace. Let's also encourage young women to pursue careers in the field that I just mentioned, you know, AI, IoT, robotics. We need to start enabling young women to become innovators and leaders and create a new cycle of mentors and role models for all coming generations to follow. Let us be and let us raise impactful, influential, and inspiring women leaders. Now, I'm going to give you some assignments, homework, which is really easy. Why, you may ask, is this lady asking us to do something? It's because I want to help you in facing the challenge I just posed. You have so much power in your hands, your phone, your tablet, your laptop. Your gadget connected to the internet gives you access to so much information. So, first assignment. Find out how you can get in on the data and AI metaverse explosion. Then find answers to questions like, how can I start my journey in the technology industry? What are the right tools and platforms I need to ensure my company or business keep up with the latest trends? How can I balance my need to upskill and equip myself with these tools with my other roles as mom, as daughter, as wife, who can I ask help from? You know, this last question has somehow been answered and addressed by this event that you are witnessing, the global women who rule. We have a community that does support and seek to empower women. So find out how you can reach out to and learn from the amazing women speakers this afternoon. These questions can help you start your journey into becoming an impactful woman tech leader. I hope you got inspired today and ready to 
blaze the trail. We often hear the word trailblazer. It's really creating your own trail or road, trying something that hasn't been done. It's not going to be easy, but the rewards are massive. My name is El Kwan, founder of health tech startup MedHive, inviting you all to start your journey today. Thank you. So sorry about that. We're having a technical problem, but anyways, there you have it. Thank you very much, Elle. That was truly inspiring. And you know what? Impressive at that. And woman in technology, really, um, it's really something else right now. Okay. And my key takeaway is that we as women, we should inspire the younger generations to become innovators. And not only that, and my key, another key takeaway is that now is a good time to build a better digital world, especially for women. And really, really interesting and important points. Now on to our next speaker, Lerma Ermitano, or most fondly called Mommy Lay, is the founder of Mompreneurs Club PH, a 12,000 plus strong community of seasoned and aspiring mom entrepreneurs. She is the awarded and recognized owner of a local skin and personal care brand, Bellam, Bellam Essentials. She also runs her own digital marketing agency, Stellar Digital Marketing Solutions. She had her own share of hardships from the death of her parents to failed businesses, but she managed to rise above adversity and attain success. Mommy Lay's advocacy is to inspire everyone, especially the moms, to survive life's toughest challenges and thrive. As the founder of Mompreneurs Club PH, Mommy Lay will share reasons why moms make great entrepreneurs. Streaming live from Las Piñas City, Philippines, ladies and gentlemen, Lay Ermitaño. Hello and good afternoon, everyone. And thank you, Ange, for that lovely introduction. So, why moms make great entrepreneurs? Well, why not? Let me start my piece by sharing a little backstory. When I was still young, yeah, I would say young, not little, because I'm still little, I witnessed how my mom hustled. My father had his full-time job while my mom was self-employed. My mom would tag me along every time she bought merchandise in the Visoria, like clothes, kitchenware, to sell ng hulugan or for installment. I would help her carry the bags that were even bigger than me. She'd bring me tong pin to buy pieces of gold jewelry, which were also for, for selling. Feel na feel ko pang magturo ng designs na nagugustuhan ko, but would of course end up being sold by my mom. I also witnessed her lead a group of women sewing by hand stuffed toys to sell. I also learned to make some and even sold them. You know, it was really my mom who influenced me to become an entrepreneur. Well, she actually did not influence me through words like, oh, Lerma, you should be an, a businesswoman when you grow up. It was through witnessing her journey, how she has been earning a lot without a boss. Yeah, that was a big factor. 
and most importantly, had time to attend to me, my family, the family, and not miss a single milestone I had. Well, not until she passed away when I was 25. I knew in my heart it was what I want. And it was when I had my own family and running a more stable business and also running a community of moms who are into business that I realized moms indeed are natural entrepreneurs. I have enlisted seven reasons why moms make great entrepreneurs. There are actually a lot, but these are the ones that were on top of my mind. Okay, so let's begin with number one. Moms have the innate will and skill to nurture. The moment we moms first know we are expecting, instantly there's fondness inside our hearts. And when we give birth, the urge to nurture naturally kicks in. We may know some theories about taking good care of a child, but not until we fully wrap our, our arms around our fragile little ones, only we know how it really is. And from there, we are natural. And even if we are still in pain from giving birth, we enthusiastically nurture our babies. And those sleepless nights, tiresome days when they were still young, we'd still take good care of them wholeheartedly. Of course, we complain, we rant, we whine. Because hobbies, kahit Diyosa yung tingin nyo sa amin, tanggapin na natin ang katotohanan na tao lang po kami. But despite the pagod, we can imagine ourselves neglecting our loved ones. And as mom's natural instinct, whatever we put our hearts and souls into, we nurture it. We give our best shot to make it grow. And when we put up a business, we treat it like our babies. We grow it not solely driven by monetary goals, but with missions deep inside us to help more people, either through our products or services or through employment. So next on the list is number two, moms are great at solving problems. Moms deal with problems and emergencies almost every day, agree? But most often than not, we don't have the luxury of time to think it over. We need to think on our foot and take action immediately. Agad-agad dapat may solution. And the same, for, the same is true for entrepreneurs. When there's a crisis, you need to quickly solve problems. And motherhood is training us and we're slaying it, don't we? Problems with suppliers, issues about deliveries. Though these are stressful, we always manage to pull it off. And our next entry tells us why. Number three, moms are flexible, creative, and great multitaskers. Wait. Okay, <laughs> Sino hindi gumagawa nito na mom? Diba? We, flexible, isn't it? Kamay pa lang yan. <laughs> okay, so ayan, that's how talented we are. We all know that managing a home, not everything goes perfectly. When we are cooking, there's an ingredient lacking, kahit ang dami mo ng pinag-grocery, we still find alternatives. Something stopped working. We improvise. And when our toddlers can find anything interesting from their truckload of toys, we give them an empty box from, an or, from our online shopping. And surprise, surprisingly, they love that, diba? We're flexible and creative like that. 
and multitasking ba? We cook while watching K-drama. Present. That's a skill. Just watching K-drama alone is already multitasking, you know. You read the subtitles and, you know, look at the, the screen. I actually have a cousin who is a first-time mom. She gave birth during the pandemic. So she's, she, she's doing work from home. I remember her posting um, her, uh, her, on her Facebook story a photo of her baby on her lap while she's in front of her computer working. And I know a lot of moms who are also working from home do this. You know, breastfeeding while an, on, an online meeting. Hats off to you, mamas. You're doing so great. And running a business is like sailing a boat. We've got a destination. We've got a goal. But there will always be challenges along the way. And so we must adjust our sales accordingly. Flexibility. We can't just sit there and stick to the plans even if it's not working and worse, if it's endangering the business now. We devise ways, strategies, work double time to make things and make the situation better. Okay, so we're halfway on the list. I hope moms out there are connecting with what I'm sharing. And so next on the list of why moms rock is number four, Moms are skilled leaders and negotiators. We all know how satisfying it is to pacify a crying baby when we don't understand a single word he or she is screaming, diba? And we also feel triumphant for closing a deal with a whining toddler and a strong-willed teenager. Those are such badass negotiating skills, aren't they? When a baby or a toddler throws a fit, the whole world would know. We know how tough it is, mom, especially if this happens in the middle of a public place and eyes are all on you. That triples the stress and pressure. But you know, moms always get by and most often than not, we slay it with grace. Sure, in most setups, the dad is the head of the family. But us moms, we co-lead. Even if moms are working with side, or working or with side hustle, it is still us who manage the home and deal with the kids more often. And many may not realize these little humans are the most important pack one could lead. Moms, we are leading our kids so that they grow into the best person that they can be and give a positive impact to the society when they grow up. Isn't that a vital role? We lead our children to grow, to flourish. And the same with leading the people in our business. We lead them to the direction where they could grow, not just to boss around. We understand their need to improve, to learn more, and become better employees so that the company grows too. We guide them, we help them, we influence them to do better, to become better. We also deal with our clients and business partners with compassion. And that's the gift we have, mommies, we have the ability to deeply understand each party's needs so that we can arrive at a deal that satisfies both sides. Moving to the next entry, number five. Moms always seek improvement. For the moms here, Tasa Kamay, have you ever asked yourselves, am I doing it right as a mom? Right? I am sure at some point in our lives as moms, we ask these questions to ourselves. 
And asking this doesn't mean we aren't capable. This only means that we want to give our best to our family. I am a part of different online mommy groups and I always read moms asking how to improve things. Like if you can produce enough milk after giving birth, they ask fellow moms what to do. If they have observed something is unusual with their kids, they ask what to do, who to consult with, and which facility they recommend. If the passion between couples needs rekindling, moms ask some tips about this too. Also questions like how to make your sinaing last longer, especially now that it's summer, madaling mapanis ang kanin, di ba? So well, quick tip, we add a little vinegar sa tubig ng sinaing. You're welcome. <laughs> they even ask, hmm, ito, paano si Pagin magtupi ng labada? Hmm, alam ko, maraming nakaka-relate dyan. See, moms, we always try to find ways to improve things around us, especially if it's for the family's sake. And always seeking for improvement is vital in running a business. When you are an entrepreneur, you should never be complacent and passive. Even if you think your product or service is innovative, there will come a time that someone will compete. You don't know what your comp competitors have up their sleeves. And of course, you don't want to be caught off guard. There were a lot of big businesses that failed because they didn't innovate or adapt fast. One great, is exa one great example is Nokia. Sino familiar? People my age or older are very familiar with this brand. The company overestimated the strength of their brand and believed that even if they would join the smartphone, smartphone game late, they'd still succeed. But as we all know now, they did it. Okay, and next entry is, I hope moms agree with me. <laughs> Number six, moms are paranoid, but in a positive way, running in a more casual term. So please don't tell me ako lang to, damayan niyo ako dito. Moms here, when our kids were still babies, did we, didn't we put cushions everywhere to make sure na hindi maumpok si baby when they crawl or stand or, and flip over? Didn't you put safety plugs to the sockets to prevent your kids from accident? I also believe that many of us moms wash our babies while sleeping to check if they are still breathing. Present, I did this. There's actually what is called um, perinatal anxiety. When we say perinatal period, that generally refers to the time when woman is pregnant and includes up to one year following birth. And anxiety is a natural response for people uh, experiencing when they feel unsafe or threatened. And many moms experience perinatal anxiety because our natural instinct is to keep our babies safe. We foresee possible threats so that we could take necessary precautions to protect our little ones from being hurt. Yo sa akin lang feeling ko prolong. Kasi my kids now are teens, but there's I'm still having instances that uh, ex experience such anxiousness. Sabi nga ni Hubby, advance mag-isip. And why is being paranoid at a reasonable magnitude? Are being advanced magisip beneficial in running business? It's like um, playing mind games. When you know what your op opponent's next possible step, you can create strategies. 
like when you figure out how a certain conflict abroad might affect the economy all over the world, then you do necessary steps to protect your business. It's also like when you sense that um, the competition is veering towards a certain direction, you devise strategies to keep up or be ahead. Kaya mommies, okay lang na maging advanced tayo mag-isip. Okay, and last but definitely the most significant for me is that moms are strong and resilient. As I mentioned earlier, everyday moms face different conflicts at home. There are times that we feel tired, helpless, and hopeless. But we manage to pull ourselves out of it because we know that there are little eyes watching us. The kids look up to us, so despite how heavy we, we feel, we pick ourselves up to set them a good example. I know a lot of moms who went through very difficult challenges in their lives, but came out stronger and now winning at life. One of my friends woke up one day and found out she lost the custody of her two kids. She couldn't reach them as the father blocked all the means of communication. That was devastating. Of course, she was down for a while after exhausting all the means to win, to win them back. But she managed to get up and still do better in life with the great hope that when she would, meet, she would find her kids again, they'll be proud of her. And after many years, it is now happening. And I'm really, really happy for her. My best, my best friend underwent postpartum depression. She couldn't find the meaning of life when she was at this lowest point. But she clung onto the hands of the Lord and she was able to bounce back and is now running a community of women and empowering them. Amazing, isn't it? Another friend also started a community for women to help find them freelance jobs years ago, but at the early stage, she was bashed and humiliated. But thanks to her resilient heart, which also underwent a lot when she was younger because of losing her mom to cancer. She managed to get over these, and now the community she founded is one of the biggest in the Philippines. My, net, my network is full of women with stories of heartaches, failures, but were able to reclaim themselves and are now paying it forward. And I'm so proud of that. I myself failed big time almost a decade ago. The precious things my parents left me were all gone because of my wrong decisions in business. I experienced depression. A part of my head went bald because of the chemical imbalances that were already happening inside my body. But I tried to pull myself up to get out of that slump. There were three toddlers watching me. I lost hope and the future seemed so dark that I doubted if there's even a future for me. But my kids, they were my guiding light. And now with the grace of God, I am here in front of you delivering this piece. I still have a long way to go, but looking back, I have really gone far from where I started. And just like in motherhood, when running your own business, expect that you'll, be have, you'll have more responsibilities. And especially when you're starting it up, it's going to be hard. But we are all strong and resilient. That's who we are. We can do it. 
If you are still doubting yourself, please stop. Start that dream business of yours. You have all the qualities to do so. And if you don't know where to start, the doors of our community, Mompreneurs Club PH, is open. Let's figure it out together. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mommy Le. Nako, naging emotional ako, but I love your story. I love everything that you said, and especially that moms are great entrepreneurs because they are so resilient above anything else. Thank you very much, Mommy Le, for sharing that. And so far, how's everybody doing? Please do let us know in the comment section. And so far, we've already had 12 wonderful, inspiring speakers. And we have more in store for you. So what we'd like uh, to do right now is we would like to thank our dear and wonderful sponsors that made this wonderful event possible. Puro wonderful. Kasi it's such a wonderful day. <laughs> so yes, thank you very much to Rice Creatives, JCI Mahati Princess Urdua, Block Tides, Strata Results, Puzzle Box PPO Incorporated, Outcome Incorporated, Intersections Communications Incorporated, Moving Walls, Holy Tech, Pitchworks, Bayonchaga, Bellam, Beautita Cosmetics, Nueva Z Express, Price Express, Critical Placenta, Empower, Zen Events, My Daily Collagen, Round Roots Creatives, Graze It Up, Elros Electrical Corporation, Beauty Buds PH, and Private Pop Avenue. And we would also like to thank our promoters. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We will be taking a very, very short break. So please, I'd like you all to stick around. We will be right back.
Social media can be overwhelming for entrepreneurs and business owners, and Alan actually struggles with daily content that converts sales. But don't fret. Rise Up Creatives Worldwide is here to help you with daily customizable captions, exclusive photos, and an easy-to-use design studio, all in one digital platform. Plus, monthly masterclasses to help you grow your business with just five minutes of investment each day. Join us today. It's time to rise up and be creative. Welcome to Strata Results, where we take a partnership approach to ensuring that your business processes, chosen technology, people, and information are aligned to support your business. Strata Results, partnering for your success. so much for still staying with us and you are still watching global women who rule 2022 and i hope you're all feeling the love and inspiration from all of our speakers and we have more in store for you so stay there relax and enjoy now moving forward and our next speaker for today coach celia Jacob is a creative entrepreneur and a branding strategist a proud mother of two great kids and a former expat in the middle east handling multinational brands and events for almost a decade. She took a leap and pivoted in the digital economy as a personal branding coach, a community builder, and a global speaker traveling to different countries, connecting and collaborating with thought leaders and digital creative entrepreneurs. Her formula for thriving, the four Ps, that's passion, purpose, plan, and prayers. This former band member, drummer to be exact, and backup vocalist believes that in this modern time of the digital world, we must keep up with the evolving technology. Learn from Coach Celia as she discusses how not to be left behind through creative entrepreneurship in the digital economy. Streaming live from Mandaluyong City, Philippines, ladies and gentlemen, Celia Jacob. Hi there, everyone. Hi there. And uh, let me greet you first with Happy International Women's Month. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I'm Coach Saudi Jacob, streaming live from Andaluyong City. So let me tell you about myself. I'm a former expat turned digital creative entrepreneur, branding strategist, and a passion to profit coach. I help people define their grind and amplify their brand. I'm a mother of two wonderful kids named river and summer and i'm a proud and trap mom so my topic will be a creative entrepreneur in the digital economy because i shifted in the digital space way back even before the pandemic but before i talk about that let me give you a brief story a backstory about why i'm doing what i'm doing so for those who knew my story um please um let help me remember or recall whatever um, it is that I've shared with you and I will be sharing it to some of our empowered women out there so um, now I will be I will be telling you what happened to me uh, I was a former expat in the Middle East almost a year almost a decade and um, it was a good life but the good life ended by 
an employer not allowing me to go back home. I told her that my son is already in college and I need to go back and it was already a 10-year stint and I feel like I've already done my part. But then again, my employer said that if you're going to leave us, we're going to make your life miserable. So that was what happened. Uh, they filed a case against me, which I won. I won the case. Um, I fought. Sabi nga nila, di ba, pag may katwiran, ipaglaban mo. But the problem is, nakulong ako eh. I got in prison. I was, I was not ready for that experience. I was having a good life. A bit superficial nga. Because I feel like, parang, I'm not having any purpose. Every, everything that I'm doing is for the advertising, for the events, for, for whatever it is that makes me happy. But being there inside that jail cell, when I have met women, which hindi ko naman talaga kilala, never ako, never ko silang namit um, in in yung long time ko in the in the Middle East. They're the one who like really supported me, gave me the blanket, because when I went to the jail cell, I was not really prepared. Eh. I didn't know what to do, and then somebody came in. Somebody came in and 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 just gave me gave me something that I need, even the 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 food. Wala akong dalang food noon because uh, when I came in, I was like, I was being investigated for something of an event, and in in effect, lumabas na I'm being framed up. Instead of me being there uh, in my home, pabalik, they brought me to the deportation jail. And I said, but ganto? I was supposed to be home. Bakit yung mga palm trees, yung mga, yung mga poste, nagiging palm trees na, tapos there's a very, very tall wall na. Eventually, they took my camera because I, I'm also a, a backup photographer there and an events coordinator. Kinuha na nila lahat ng gamit ko. And I went inside the cell. Na 40 kami. All ladies, and hindi kami magkakilala, magkakilala with different stories to tell. And my story is just, I was just helping someone create a design, and I was put in a situation and a frame up nga ako ng boss ko because she doesn't want me to leave our company. So yun, nilaban ko yung kaso, and, and after I won, it was like, sabi ko lang sa sarili ko, because inside the jail cell, the works eh. Everything that uh, um, you're 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 doing there, talaga parang clean the mess hall. As in, kumbaga parang siksikan kayo. My experience mo yun, ikaw maglalagay ng pagkain, you're going to give food dun sa line. I never, ex- I never expected that I would be experiencing something like that. But it opened my eyes. At pwede pala to. Something like this pala can ha- happen to anyone. And and because it happened to me, sabi ko na lang, Alam ko, I'm, I'm, I didn't do anything wrong eh. Sa paglalaman ko to, enjoy ko na lang. Kumbaga, whatever it is that I'm, I'm, I'm doing at that time there, sige, gawin ko na lang na parang kausapin ko women. And all of them have stories to tell. And I said, if I get out of that rut, I'll pay it forward and I'll help fellow women. Kasi, alam mo yun, hindi ka kilala, binigyan ko kang kumot. Hindi ka kilala, binigyan kang pagkain. Bawal lang magdala ng kahit ano kasi nakakatusok or, or kahit anong extra na baka maging dangerous. So, yung mga nakaitagi nila, they're giving it to someone na hindi nila kilala. That's how, that's how women work. We support each other no matter what. Kaya, yun, sabi ko sa sarili ko, if I leave that place, I'll do my best.
to do my purpose siguro sa life. Kasi sobrang in-enjoy ko lang eh. And when I got back, yon, um, 10 years after my stint in the Middle East, I didn't know that ibang-iba na pala sa Pilipinas. Collaboration is the thing, um, co-working and all. So, ito, Gen X type uh, na katulad ko, really tried to learn the ropes. That is what I did. So, as a creative, traditional entrepreneur, I shifted to digital to the digital lifestyle, the laptop lifestyle, uh, so they say. So, ako, ako, I feel like since I'm banking on my skills, I use the four Ps. The four Ps for me to thrive are passion, purpose, plan, and lots of prayer. Why did I use these things? Because ako, feeling ko as a creative, I felt like yung passion ko yung ignite sa akin. Yung, even if antok na antok na ako, gagawin ko pa rin para matuha yung client ko. Or, Para makita ko how it all worked out. Sa ganun tayo, if we have something in our mind or if we have an idea na gusto natin, alam nyo yun, mag-flourish or makita kung paano ma-execute, siguro yun yung mga work na gusto natin maging uh, parang pasukin. If we're passionate about it, subukan natin, let's take that leap. Kasi kumbaga if, ano, kung masyado kang uh, mag-iisip, yung analysis paralysis, kumbaga parang, Ang mangyayari sa atin is, the moment will just passes by. So my first P is passion. My second P is purpose. Why are we waking up sa umaga? Para kanino? Para kanino ka gumigising sa, sa umaga, di ba? So when we have this purpose, kahit pagod na tayo, and, and yun yung passion natin, gigising tayo, iisipin natin, kailangan to eh. I need to do this. The, the, the move or whatever you're doing are all intentional. Kasi gusto mo, yung goal mo is mag-flourish, mag mangyari, um, achieve. And ako, ang passion ko is to leave a legacy to my kids. And at the same time, sabi ko nga when I was there inside the jail cell, na nakita ko kung gano magtulungan yung, yung walang-wala. Kami at that time, walang-wala. I was doing well. I was like, imagine I was doing creative design. I was uh, handling events. Tapos biglang napunta ako sa isang situation na wala akong kakontrol-control. But other people, other women said, kaya mo yan, sige, hanggang nandito ka, tulungan ka namin. ba? Those things you don't, ayun ko ah, parang for the books talaga sa akin yun. And I can, I can never, parang, ano, parang thank enough the people that I feel na who parang risk yung position nila doon, their time there, just to make sure na makalabas ako and to prove na talagang Guilt, not guilty ako. And the verdict came out, I was not guilty, and I was able to, you know, I was led here. Ito na, I'm telling my story, giving you all um, how I was able to survive and eventually thrive. So ending, um, sabi nga nila, uh, pagbalik ko rito, wala akong kadaladala, uh, with the, enough money that I have, kalahati nun, itinabi ko for workshops. I really attended workshops from friends, who are um, freelancers, who are telling people na, sige, you can earn in the digital workspace. Talagang marami, marami ka matututunan. And I felt, sige nga, kahit na medyo struggling ang isang Gen X type life me, sige nga, try ko nga yan. And then, nakita ko na, oh nga no, I can, ano pala, I can earn pala using my skills. And, and nga, uh, if I connect and collaborate with the right people and get some mentors, talagang matututo ako. So from the, from that point, I realized that 
when you know your what is it that what is it that what's your purpose and and you're following your passion ang kailangan mo create mo na yung plan that's the third p that's the how of things kasi di ba minsan pag-iisipin natin no paano paano ba paano mo siya gagawin kung puro ka plano napakahirap kung puro ka passion di ba malalampasan ka lang kasi wala kang discarde na gagawin put a structure in it and create a plan kahit gaano ka simple you know, yung small steps, yung little, cut it into small chunks, parang ganun, para hindi siya sobrang overwhelming. Do that. Ganun ginawa ko. Attending workshops, yung kaya ko lang, kaya ko lang bayaran, yung kaya ko lang attendan, yung kaya lang ng isip ko na intindihin, kasi hindi ko pa masyado naiintindihan the digital, alam mo yun, yung mga lingos at that time. That was what, eight, seven years ago. And now, I have a digital agency. I, I'm having uh, multinational clients again. Um, and we're creating several campaigns outside the country, and sinagaan ko lang because I used that that first, yung tatlong P, yung plan, yung purpose, yung passion, at saka, gumawa talaga ako ng plano. But the, the fourth, the one that glued everything, yung lots of prayers. I felt like if hindi ako, if hindi ako napalakas ng prayers ko, I'm not religious. Hindi ako religious. I talk to God in my room. I talk to my dad who's I who I feel like guiding who's guiding me from heaven. Ang feeling ko kung hindi dahil dun sa lakas siguro ng ng faith ko na all this shall pass. Yung mga problema ang pinagdadaanan ko. I had a troubled marriage. Um naayos naman kahit papaano after 10 years. Um we're working out uh a family uli na na kahit papano will somehow be manageable for everyone tapos um i'm back here in mandaluyong i i used uh, i used to uh, stay in in the south because hindi nga makalabas dito ngayon parang bumalik uli ang, ang mga uh, projects and uh, clients namin so feeling ko all these things because yung faith ko hindi nagfalter um everything that i'm doing i always ask God, na guide mo ako ah. Alam ko, hindi ako yung pinaka-best bet mo kasi hindi naman ako super bayat. And I'm not the person na talagang pwede mong sabihin na talagang laging nandyan sa simbahan, laging nandyan to you know, do whatever na, na ginagawa ng isang napaka ano, parang loyal na faithful follower. But I try to be kind. If there's anything that I, I can do, siguro pinaka- Na-inspire ako sa anak ko. Sabi nga ng panganay ko, River said, Mom, kahit naman hindi tayo, uh, yung hindi tayo ganun ka na sa religion, basta if we're kind, sa lahat ng living things, sabi niya, when he was a kid, sa lahat ng, lahat ng, ng bagay na ginawa, di ba? Na alam natin na may pakiramdam na nandyan na kailangan natin alagaan. Okay na tayo doon. So, feeling ko because of that, Nabe-bless naman ako. Kasi siguro as a creative entrepreneur, naka-jump ako, naka-transition. I was able to transition to the digital lifestyle and from there I met so many people. So, another lesson that I've learned from this experience is the it's connecting and collaborating with the right people. I was able to connect with digital entrepreneurs, digital nomads. I was able to travel around Southeast Asia talking about how to achieve time, location, and financial independence. It was just a dream. Pero I shouted out sa universe and the universe conspired. 
sabi nga nila eh, if you want it so much, that bad, talagang gawin, gawin natin. So anyway, all, all of those things, ang kaya ko lang sabihin is, kung halimbawa sa tingin natin is, hindi tayo ready, um, I feel like, bigyan natin ng, ng time to learn, learn the ropes, um, connect with the right mentors, and yun nga, uh, be more open to the, ex, ano, parang explore whatever it is that is being offered to us, lalo na sa digital space. Um, like what I said in my show every time, tiptoe if you must, just take that step. There's no better time kasi to start but now. Um, I will be creating a campaign, uh, creating 1 million coaches around the globe. Join us. Uh, eventually, this is something that we would be needing for, for mental health issues right now. Let's help people around us. I'm also helping people with their branding and other stuff. Um, hindi namin pinag-uusapan how much, how much, ganyan-ganyan. As long as nakakabangon ka ngayon because of what happened from the recent pandemic, yun yung tulungan na ginagawa namin. Connected women, face moms, um, great women, all of those empower circle. Those are the communities that I'm, 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 I'm with right now. Feeling ko all aligned, having all those things that uh, we are trying to promote right now. Women supporting women. So with that, I just want to let you know that huwag tayong matakot humingi ng tulong. Huwag tayong matakot humanap ng mentor. And let's not be afraid to learn new things. Because at the end of the day, if you're, if you're, if you're in the business space and you're not um, ex exploring the digital um, lifestyle, medyo mahihirapan na tayo, makahabol. So this is Coach Celia Jacob, creative entrepreneur turned digital entrepreneur dito sa Pilipinas, dating overseas Filipino worker, naging online Filipino worker. And again, happy International Women's Month to everyone and mabuhay ang kababaihan. Thank you everyone! Coach Celia, Nako, inspire I got teary-eyed again, but I'm sending you virtual hugs. And of course, you're twinning today, extra special. You're such a brave woman. And you know my key takeaway, this is very true. Connect and collaborate with the right people and you will be on your way to success. Okay, now on to our next speaker. Myrtle Ann Ramos is the founder of the award-winning blockchain, Crypto. Defi, NFT, IoT, AI, and Metaverse PR firm, Blocktides. She is a scholar graduate of Draper University and for blockchain and entrepreneurship powered by Tezos. She is currently an advisor for many blockchain and tech company and is now leading as the co-founder of a multi-million dollar gamified and open internet culture metaverse called PlaceWar. Global Advisory Board of the International Council of E-Commerce Along with being recognized by the endorsements of the U.S. federal government, U.S. Army, National Security Agency, and the Committee on National Security Systems, the FBI, Microsoft, IBM, and the United Nations. Myrtle is a brand and marketing strategist who partners with CEOs, executives, 
and solopreneurs to grow their personal and professional brands human to human. Nearly a decade after, Myrtle definitely knows what drives conversions, sold out launches, and global interviews. In addition, Myrtle is a trained business coach, a crystal lover who is passionate about the arts, music, nature, and animals. Let's all watch and listen to her as she enlightens us on how to become a successful blockchain professional. Streaming live from Malabon City, Philippines, and with us today, ladies and gentlemen, Myrtle Ann Ramos. Hello, everyone. How is everyone? I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy, for sure. So everyone, um, even though it's level one, for sure, um, I'm still not going out, to be honest. So thank you so much, um, Ms. Apple, for inviting me here, for me to be able to share my story when it comes to how I built everything from scratch and, of course, by the grace of God. So um, where I started, basically, I came from the background of uh, BPO. I know everyone actually knows being a call center is really hard. Um, press one if you actually uh, have friends in the BPO scene or in the industry of the BPO. So I came there. Uh, that's where I came from, and I'm not ashamed of being an, uh, a BPO technical sales for different projects and accounts. So for eight years, I really found um, being in the nine-to-five job really tiring for me, and I really want to really explore having my own business. So I found out Kusha, when it uh, when I really want to uh, do a uh, different thing when it comes to uh, my life, you know, I want to improve everything when it comes to how I think, how I look, and it started first in loving myself. So eight years ago, of course, um, I'm still that kid, and I'm really glad that I really didn't give up for everything. So guys those who's really uh, is, is is inspiring or who is motivated when it comes to building their own business please don't be scared okay so yeah all of the experiences that i have from comcast being a technical advisor for apple answering calls in different um backgrounds that's where i learned all of the what do you call this culture from the us uh so europe and then of course so asia and then one time, there's this um, crypto social media management. I'm also doing side gigs before when it comes to social media contents, uh, digital services. And I was hired before as a part-time because I want to add um, additional income, you know, so I can definitely go ahead and uh, live my life. That's my mentality before. So after some thought and realization, I already gathered all of my experiences, knowing the cultures of different backgrounds. Sa nakakausap ko, and I became the top luminary for uh, Sutherland. If you know Sutherland, so it is GoDaddy. So out of 350 uh, associates there, I became the top one in doing sales, and then that really changed my life and changed my perspective when it comes to actually believing in myself. It's just like, oh wow. I really cried sa, um, what do you call this, a bathroom when it comes to uh, 
knowing na ako pala ipapadala sa Arizona, that's all where the breakthrough came from. Especially that time also, I surrendered everything to God. Because, you know, um, we do have challenges for us to learn, you know. Especially for the times when it's hard, it's really a way for you to learn that lesson. And then, marirepeat ulit yung lesson for, actually, it's just like God is checking, natutunan mo na ba yan? And yeah, so if you want really something big, He's going to test you again. He's, test, he's gonna test your heart. Are you ready to become this uh, entrepreneur that you want? So, yung breakthrough call when it comes to blockchain. So, way back, I really took a leap of faith in leaving the 9 to, nine to 5 job. And then, block tides happen. That's really the shining moment. Client after client, hindi ko siya hinanap. Sila ang, uh, what do you call this? Sila ang lumalapit sa akin ever since now. I never really do cold leads. And it is all because of the grace of God. And then now, we are actually um, 100 in the team globally. And that's where I really thought na, Yung shining moment ko, someone trusted me from Singapore. He's now my partner for five years. So guys, when it comes to the people whom you are trusting, don't afraid to ask help. And at the same time, that shining moment na hindi ko siya kilala, he's a stranger, and he uh, actually trusted me to run an event for blockchain. That's where I unlock my passion in doing events. So events is really my forte when it comes to um, blockchain. I attended one event here for blockchain since blockchain and crypto, if you know Axie guys, by the way, um, NFTs are running in blockchain technology, okay? So yeah, going back to the story, the events industry for blockchain, no one really knows how to handle it properly. And of course, when it comes to hosting as well, so... It's just like the audience is not able to connect and provide education to people. So that's where all my passion really got unlocked through service for the community, through um, events, hosting events. So since the pandemic started, we really switched everything to, um, what do you call this, uh, digital marketing. When it, because it's really different when you promote a crypto project. It is very tedious for you to be diligent, you need to ask a lawyer for you to be able to do that. Because, you know, it's still financial um, means and a lot of people might get hurt when it comes to investments. So we educate them when it comes to crypto, blockchain, the play-to-earn game. And then, yeah, um, now it's really, it's really important for us to uh, educate the people when it comes to cryptocurrencies. So we here at Blocktides, we always educate them through live streaming. Uh, at the same time, when it comes to social impact, sabihin mo man, kahit uh, typhoon man yan, earthquake man yan, I use that vehicle to actually serve uh, a lot of people. So, nagdo-donate po tayo, uh, we're sp sponsoring it. But, of course, um, I really switch my mindset when it comes to promoting. I don't care, uh, please don't care what will other people think because, you know, they are just the ones who's going to stop you from achieving your dreams, guys. So, yeah. Way back, um, talagang I told myself that I want to do this. 
And then my passion is really uh, games at the same time. I became uh, a League of Legends ambassador. So at my free time, I always um, play also like Mobile Legends, League of Legends, way, way, way back five years ago. And then God led me here now as a play-to-earn game, which is Place War. So it's also similar to Axie Infinity, which can provide you rewards. So I'm also the co-founder and CEO. And then it really became like, okay, I'm ready already for this stuff. So God told me already that, yes, you can do it. And yung naranasan ko when it comes to um, being a founder, actually, this investor told me why a girl as a founder. So there's also like uh, when it comes to in the tech space, not just in the blockchain space, there's really a lot of imbalance when it comes to women uh, entrepreneur, women's uh, co-founder, founder, CEO. So I really told myself, I prayed, I cried. Uh, I told myself that I can do this, you know. Uh, my, um, I mean, yung pagiging babae ko is not a hindrance for me to actually disrupt the space and of course exceed and reach my goals to help other people, to educate people. So yeah. If you actually have questions about cryptocurrency, you can follow Block Tides. You can follow Place War. We really educate a lot of people. But I don't want to actually uh, promote tech stuff here. But what I did in achieving this is actually in a spiritual way. I'm not religious, guys. But of course, when it comes to um, uh, spirituality, uh, the host told you guys that I do love crystals. So stillness is really the secret to success. Um, you need to calm yourself, relax, and then, of course, pray. Because there's a higher power, really, that's uh, helping you. So when we embrace everything, life flows. And I do know that one, one entrepreneur also here do conscious business. So, yeah, that's what I did as well when it comes to handling businesses and then mindful moments at the same time, meditation. And then... When it comes to uh, empowering everyone, being a conscious creator, the, neg uh, the world is already full of negative um, uh, news. So I really don't actually read the news. And at the same time, I don't read the news, news feed when it comes to Facebook. So yeah, that's what I did healthy for myself, for me to be able to focus sa mga dapat nagawin. So being a conscious creator, of course, are you promoting uh, positive stuff? Because since the pandemic, guys, so a lot of people really lost a lot of jobs. And at the same time, ang hirap talaga makahanap ng trabaho for others. So that's what I did. Everything became magic. Just actually uh, surrender everything to God. And He will lead you to the right steps. And of course, yung inclination nyo to help other people. It's really the purpose and passion. And of course, being reliable. I stopped blaming everyone or other people. And I took responsibility and accountability with all of the things that I'm doing in my life. May it be personal. May it be spiritual. May it be mental. So, because you are the one who's going to create your life, you know. Um, this is just a true-to-life story that I did for Block Tides and Place War. And yeah, when it comes to exercising, uh, exercising your power of choice, yung power of choice mo to 
be with your friends? Are they empowering you? Are they supporting you? So I'm really grateful for global women who rule because, you know, I don't feel anything negative when it comes to empowering each other, especially with Miss Apple. So it's really rare, but of course, we, we can multiply it ourselves when it comes to helping each other, not just in the woman. Of course, there's also men who, who lack self, uh, self-confidence. So we need to help each other, guys, when it comes to being successful. Since we have limiting beliefs when it comes to the things that we're doing, we need to actually make a new belief that we can do anything just by believing in ourselves, by serving others, and especially empowering them. So it's all about mental. That's what I do. Um, Yeah, so that's what I can share, basically. So if you really have questions, um, my take on this is that just believe in yourself, your dreams, and of course your passion. You can do it because, you know, um, I really believe in this uh, Bible verse that I can do anything through Christ who strengthens me. And also God is within us. So you are the creator of your own life. And of course, success lies with the power of your choice. Thank you so much, everyone. Very impressive, Myrtle. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, really. And of course, my key takeaway is I really like this. Believe in yourself, your dreams, and your passion. And uh, don't ask other people what they think because it will only disrupt your flow. And I truly understand that. Right. And now moving on to our next speaker. Heidi Ida Haldon is a Cebu native financial literacy advocate. A registered financial planner, she has helped secure a significant number of lives, which made her a multi-awardee and a member of the Million Dollar Roundtable. As a leader, Heidi is a Gamma International Frontline awardee and has developed and mentored starting financial advisors as AIA Philippines Unit Manager. She also she is also a successful life insurance industry leader, serving as the life underwriters of the Philippine Cebu Chapter President from 2020 until 2021. In addition, she is the founder and CEO of a financial firm called HL Phoenix Financials and is currently the general manager of Cebu Health Spec Medical Diagnostic and Dental Clinic. To add more to her already impressive roles, she also she's also one of the hosts of Money and More on the new channel. And despite her busy schedule, she also does Heidi's Kitchen where she serves super sarap, turbo broil, lechon belly, and spi- special sweet and spicy bagoong. Ever wonder how single parents get through with their lives? Let us all listen to Heidi on how she's mending the shattered pieces, a widow's journey. Streaming live from Metro Cebu, Philippines, ladies and gentlemen, Heidi Haldon. Hello, Ange. Thank you so much for that very generous introduction. And kamusta po tayong lahat? Magandang hapon. Happy International Women's Month.
Okay pa po ba tayo? Are we good? Okay. The ancient Greeks have a saying, life is either a comedy or a, or a tragedy. Would you agree? In our lifetime, we will experience great happiness and great sadness. This can happen either by our own making, by a twist of faith, or by accident. Certainly, this has happened in my life. Growing up, I'm so used to a very simple life. Born eldest to siblings of five, my father was a military man, while my mother was a housewife. They were very young parents then with five children, and it was very, very challenging for them. We've had situations where in, uh, we just have to sleep off our dinner para ma makalimutan na yung hunger. Life was hard, but amazingly, my parents was able to pull it off. The hardships and challenges that we have experienced serve as my motivation. I told myself that I will never, ever settle down at a young age. Little by little, we were able to experience comfort when I and my two other siblings were already working. And yes, I got married at age 30 to my first and only boyfriend of eight years in 2000. We were blessed with an adorable child a year after. Like any other newlyweds, we had big dreams for our family. The usual, sending our child to a good school, being able to travel outside the Philippines, build our own house, and have sufficient funds to enjoy retirement. We are a simple, happy, and content family. Until April of 2008, my husband was diagnosed of kidney failure. All of a sudden, our lives were shattered. He had to undergo hemodialysis three times a week. Spending at least 10,000 per session for a procedure, including doctor's PF, the epoitin beta injections, not to mention the maintenance medicines that he has to take and the times that he had to go in and out the hospital. My husband, Ike Lumaino, an architecture board top notcher, a very promising architect during his time was jobless and was suffering from critical illness. Life then became so hard. I had to juggle in my plate a lot of things at an instant. Became the breadwinner of the family, the housekeeper with all the errands, driver, tutor, and the hardest part is maintaining that positivity to be able to give that emotional support to my husband, making sure that he stays and feels optimistic despite his health condition. But deep inside, in reality, you are already broken into pieces. You know that feeling that even if you're already drained physically, emotionally, mentally, and financially, still, we have to project a strong persona 
to give your ailing husband an assurance that everything is still okay despite of. This ran through for the next two years until my husband has peacefully joined our creator in August of 2010. His passing was another emotional battle. I was in denial. I was in depression. I didn't want to work. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to see people. I was just so lucky that my family was able to support me financially, especially my brother June and my sister Hazel. It's just that I don't know how and where to start picking up the broken me. It's just like everything has stopped. Until one day, in one of my alone moments, my husband's last words vividly flashed back. I remember him saying, you know, I'm okay if you'll find someone else in the future. Just promise me that you'll give our son a good and comfortable life. Upon remembering that, I cried to hell. I then talked to myself and made a decision to move on and start living again. It wasn't easy because I have not forgotten the loss. I was still grieving. I was dealing with pain. Moving on and the responsibilities of being a single parent cannot just blend at that time. I focused more on work, made nights into days to keep myself busy so that when I get home, I'll be dead tired and just go directly to sleep. Work as a financial advisor was my coping up mechanism. I was and still am very passionate about it because I get to meet people and hear their stories, help them prepare, secure their family life goals. My coping mechanism has led me to excel in the industry that I am in. I was able to achieve my career goals, made it and qualified to the million dollar round table and be among the general agency managers international frontline awardee. These are the prestigious award-giving bodies in the life insurance business. Little did I, did I know that this now translates to fulfilling the promise to my late husband, giving my son a comfortable life. Proudly, I was able to achieve some of the family dream goals that we had, buying a house, traveling abroad, and sending our son to a decent school. The journey where I am now was not smooth sailing, but the roughness didn't hinder the goal of reaching my destination. It is really true that the Lord never forsakes widows. He has blessed me much more than what I deserve and has even blessed me with a person who loved me and my son unconditionally. Yes, three years after my husband's passing, I found a new love, Sunny. Opo, nagkalab life din po ako. This was unexpected. I never imagined to be in a relationship again. 
but I believe that Sonny was God sent. He was there for me as I battle my widow life's trials and challenges. I started to live life and love again. Everything, everything seemed to be perfect until COVID, pandemic, lockdown, and life uncertainties came. These were another big battles to conquer. Income was unstable, savings were depleted, anxiety and mental issues kicked in. It puts me into a situation that I don't even understand. I prayed hard for guidance and fought the battle, which led to the birth of Heidi's Kitchen in June of 2020. I had to monetize my love for cooking to survive. My baby products were the turbo broiled lechon belly, sweet and spicy bagoong and pickled mangoes. It did good to me financially. Then another offer came, co-hosting TNC Money and More. This was surreal. Never in my whole life did I see myself hosting a show in a live stream. This show really helped me mentally. I was able or we were able to continue our advocacy of spreading financial literacy through a different platform. I couldn't thank Apple and Irwin Manansali enough for the trust in considering us for this show. TNC Money and More was instrumental for speaking engagement invitations in the private and Cebu, in Cebu and government sectors, and even national. And in the second half of 2021, I had Cebu Health Spec Medical Diagnostic and Dental Clinic. This was offered to me by a good friend. What? Medical field? Seriously? Yes, you're right. When this was offered to me by my good friends, Captain Emerico Hepelano and Mom Emma Hepelano, I initially declined because it is way, way, way from, far from the industries that I am in. It took me weeks to finally accept it. What made me accept it is the vision of bringing affordable and reliable diagnostic procedures. Because presently, those in the provinces will take them two to five hours to get a good diagnostic center. Today, as I speak to you, shattered pieces are mending. Yes, things are still uncertain. The pandemic and recently the war crisis, these are temporary. What's not temporary is the grit, determination, the ambition that I have right now. Living life again with my son, and wife to my then-boyfriend of eight years, Sunny Haldon. I hope you out there or viewers out there, I was able to inspire you with my story today, most especially to all the widows and single parents out there. Hats off to you. Always remember that no matter how hard our past is, we can always decide to begin again. Thank you, Global Women's Who Rule 2022. Thank you, TNC. Thank you, Ms. Appleman and Sala, for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Let's keep going. Let's continue to rule. This has been Mrs. Heidi Haldon speaking in front of you. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone.
God bless. Thank you very much, Heidi. You know what a journey you've been through. And I like the idea that uh, no matter how rough times get, time shouldn't, the rough time should not hinder us from reaching our destination. And, you know, what you did was you picked up the pieces, you lived, and then you thrived. You know, that's just really, really impressive. Okay. Now let us move on to our next speaker. I told you we have more in store for you. Frances Lorraine Ang is a woman who wears multiple hats. Professionally, she's the general manager for operations of the Asian Parent, the largest and fastest growing social community platform that caters to parents in Southeast Asia. A true marketer at heart, Fran has held several roles in various industries such as retail, F&B, media production, and so much more. Her interest in social media has led her to work as a senior social media manager in a digital agency based in Singapore, which has enabled her to have a wider perspective and experience in handling multiple international and local brands. She's passionate about food and writing, which has brought out the birth of her food and lifestyle blog, FrannyWanny.com, and since 2007. Among the many roles that she holds, her most favorite is being a mom to her four-year-old twins and a wife to her loving and supportive husband. Family is her top priority, and this is why she also continues to give support to twin moms by sharing her experience through her social media platform. Join us as Frances enlightens us as to how an empowered mom community achieves positive impact. Streaming live from San Juan City, Philippines, ladies and gentlemen, Frances Ang. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Frances Ang of the Asian Parent, and it's truly an honor to be this year's one of this year's Global Women Who Rule. I'm thankful to have this opportunity to tell you more about a project that is very close to my heart. But before anything else, let me tell you about the Asian Parent. We are the largest community of parents, not only in the Philippines, but in Southeast Asia. Headquartered in Singapore, we are also present in countries like Malaysia, Vietnam, Thailand, Indonesia, and of course, the Philippines. We are here to be every mom's best friend in every stage of her life as a mom from the time that she's planning to conceive and as she goes through her pregnancy until she raises her family. We are here to be her guide by giving factual information from fellow moms and experts. Through our research, we found out that moms are the biggest decision makers in her family. This is why we call every Pinay mom the chief household officer or the CHO. Nanay, inay, or mommy makes the, makes the call when it comes to the things that the family uses on a daily basis, more so when it comes to more serious matters that involves her family's health. As with any project, it started with a problem. Back in 2018, we found out that our country's vaccine confidence level has dropped to an all-time low of 32% from 93% in 2015. Furthermore, we found out that 45% of our moms in our own community are hesitant to allow their kids to get vaccinated due to possible side effects that they've been hearing in their own circle. This is something that we give great importance to. 
And as we continue to fight and win over the pandemic, we know that we have to play a role in ensuring our moms are well-equipped with factual information in order for her to make better decisions for her family. So this was how Team Bakunanay was created. It stands for Bakunanay, a non-judgmental, all-inclusive online community for moms who open for her to openly discuss matters in relation to vaccines. We have created a safe space for her to share her personal experience and to allow her to learn more from experts in the medical field. So we started with the Facebook page, followed by an online launch, guest, um, together with our fellow um, celebrity mom influencers, and we made sure to build an army, our Bakunanay ambassadors, who were ready to fight and help us, sorry, to help us fight misinformation and disinformation about vaccines. In the span of a year, we had over 200 Bakunanay ambassadors with over 3 million collective reach on social media. We ran more than a dozen Facebook Live and online discussions on various topics in relation to family health and vaccine. And we were able to partner and get the support of the Department of Health and a number of private organizations like Sanofi as we increase our presence in the community. Our first year flew by so fast. And before we knew it, we were celebrating our first year anniversary last November 2021 with more than 9,500 community members on our Facebook page. And more so, we cheered as we found out that our country's vaccine confidence level has, gr has grew and reached 75% in May of 2021. Lastly, we also got our very first recognition in the Marketing Excellence Awards 2021 by getting a silver for excellence in customer engagement. We have big plans for Team Bakunanay, and as we want to reach more moms and help more Filipino families in protecting themselves from vaccine-preventable diseases, this is why we need all of your support. Through Team Bakunanay, we will continue to host live events and initiatives in partnership with the Department of Health our local LGUs, and the support of the private sector, and of course, our parents in, our, in the Asian parent community. Um, so before I end, I would like to introduce our very own Team Bakunanay to all of you. Video, please. the best for my children and for me the best way to protect them against diseases is to have them vaccinated. Dahil alam kong sa pamamaraang ito, sila ay magiging ligtas mula sa mga vaccine-preventable diseases. Dahil gusto ko makasigurado, lalaki silang malusok. They can run freely, they can be children. And also, I feel more secured. Nasayod ko mawala ko ikamahay kung mamuhunan ko sa iyahang panglawas. Through vaccination, we will be able to avoid the spread of virus from one child to another. It activates and strengthens our immune system. Pinoprotection na ng bakuna, hindi lamang ang anak ko, and also the people around her are protected as well. For me, bakuna is a must. Dahil hindi biro ang papalaki ng anak. I believe that parenting apps or mom groups provides educational tips and have access to credible resources that will give you factual information. We need each other. Sa mga panahon na ayun na kita yung mga pangutana, importante na meron tayong support system. Dito rin tayo nakakakuha ng emotional support and who are willing to help make motherhood a lot easier.
It takes a village to raise a child. Wala naman talaga tayong kinangat kung hindi ang mapabuti at mapaganda ang kalusugan ng ating pamilya. Life is better when you don't have to go through it alone. Vaccination is our responsibility to the society. Health is our top priority and this is something that we cannot compromise. Simply because it can save lives. Dahil sabi nga nila diba, health is wealth. Bakit mo pakakayaang magkasakit ang iyong mga anak kung kaya naman natin silang maproteksyonan sa pamamagitan ng bakuna? Dahil gaya mo, gusto ko rin protektado ang anak ko. I am Bowie Morla. I am Ange. I am Bea. I am Mommy Joy. I am Rachel Carpio. I am Mommy Ara Casas Tumuran. This is Mommy Moss. I am Zelina Maala and I am proud to be. And I am proud to be. And I am proud to be. And I am proud to be a Bakunanay. Okay, so together with our Bakunane Ambassadors, I would like to invite all of you to join us on Facebook by simply typing Team Bakunane or pointing your camera to the QR code on the screen and we can't wait to see you there. So to end, this is Frances Ang, General Manager for Operations of the Asian Parent, mommy to my adorable twins, and I am a proud Bakunane. Thank you. Thank you very much, Francis. You know, moms are really amazing. I'm so proud of my mom because, and all of the moms out there, they always um, make sure that their child's safety and health is first or top priority. And, you know, joining apps or groups, it helps a lot. My sister is a mom of three and and daming groups talaga. It helps. So if you're a mom, join. Join those groups. Yeah. All right, again, thank you, Francis. And on to our next speaker. Our next profile has won first runner-up gold in Philippines BodyCon 4 in March 28, 2019, and champion for two divisions as a newcomer and open categories as a bikini athlete in the Philippine Bodybuilding Summit of November 30, 2019. And of course, Century Tuna Miss Ageless in September of 2020. Shirley Garcia has been active in the gym since 2013, but was not eating healthy. Her road to a healthy lifestyle spun from a wake-up call when, when in an interview with Philippine Star, she revealed that in 2017, she was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and osteoarthritis. Since then, she switched things up and eventually recovered through regular exercise and proper diet. This gorgeous health enthusiast claims that she is clumsy and bossy. But more interestingly is that she is a kid at heart at the age of 50. A bikini athlete and CEO of Ageless by Shirley will share her tips on health and fitness at any age. Achieve the healthy body you deserve, she says. Streaming live from Pampanga, Philippines, ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Garcia.
Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Global Women That Rule 2022. I'm very humbled today to be one of your keynote speakers to share my story. As mentioned, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Yes, I am 50 years old. I've been with my husband since the age of 17. We have three beautiful children. We have a 33-year-old, John and a 30-year-old, Dante Jr., and their youngest and only girl is Meg. She is 13. And wait, there's more. Yes, that's right. We are grandparents too. We have a grandbaby. Her name is Addie. She'll be turning five in April. Love you, Addie. See you on your birthday. Join me in this health and fitness journey that can change your life forever. In the past, in 2017, when I was 46 years old, I weighed 160 pounds of the height of 5'3". I developed health issues. I had hypertension, osteoarthritis, and fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia, for those of you who've never heard or not familiar, is an autoimmune disease, which in my case, caused the top of my feet to stiffen like this, and I would walk like a duck, penguin for months, to get out of my bed, to go to my restroom, just a few steps away was a very big struggle for me for months. This was my trigger point, that I had to change my lifestyle, I had to improve my diet because I had very poor eating habits. I have a catering and event business that I started in 2010. Being a hands-on mom, hands-on in my catering business, of course, is not easy. We all have our stress. We all have our fatigue. So in my case, this is what caused it to happen to me. So the first thing I did, I discovered an online group, and our coach guided us how to make healthier food choices by choosing healthier proteins, healthier carbohydrates, healthier fats. These are our micronutrients that we find in our food. For example, if I were to have a snack, I saw a bag of chips and an apple, I would grab the apple instead. Healthy, better food choices can heal you, can make you a healthier person. You can even lose weight. The key to losing weight is in the food. It's 80%. And training does help too, 20%. So in 2017, I was 160 pounds. Started dieting in 2018 when I came to my 47th birthday in June of 2018, I was 120 pounds. It wasn't such a crash diet. I did it nice and easy, and I still maintain the weight of 120 pounds till today. People at the gym that I go to, Gold's Gym Clark, I've been a member since the beginning, a pioneer member since 2013 every chance in between my catering events. Members notice, wow, you look amazing. 
what a transformation, so inspiring. Even the coaches said, Ma'am, won't you join Gold's Body Con 4? You can inspire more people by sharing your story. I said, okay, it sounds so exciting. I will do it. I'll give it a try. I will do the audition. So in December of 2018, I did the audition for Gold's Body Con 4. Came January of 2019. So curious and so nervous did I make it in. And one day checking my email, oops, there it is. You are one of the finalists of Gold's Bodycon. I said, wow, imagine in the past being ill and overweight, now a finalist in a fitness competition. It's blowing my mind, literally. So I got my fitness coach from Gold's Gym Clark. I continued to eat clean and healthy and came March 28th, finals night of Gold's Gym. Bodycon 4, I was in the Fitspiration division. What was my place? As mentioned earlier, first runner up. That's okay. At one time, I couldn't even walk. I couldn't even stand. And to recover from that and to lose 40 pounds and to inspire many others was already a big achievement for me. Being part of Gold's Bodycon 4 came with so many perks. One of them was to do the fitness instructor's course. I said, I'm going to take advantage of that for self-enrichment so I can learn more about the human body and eventually train on my own. And another was we can do Muscle Con Philippines. I said, ooh, that sounds interesting. But Muscle Con is different from Body Con. Body Con is more on pageantry. There is a Q&A portion. Muscle Con is bodybuilding. So the training is different. The posing is different. A whole new world, a whole new challenge. I said, why not? I will do it. So I went online searched and I found my posing coach and came September 28th of 2019, the day of the muscle con competition. I entered master's 40 plus category. Do you think I got first place? Anyone? I got a bronze medal. That's okay, that's fine. I joined out of curiosity, and my reward is my condition, the outcome of my health, the challenge that I was able to achieve. I said to my posing coach, coach, I never knew I had this competitive side of me. I want to do one more. Hmm, won't you try for the Philippine Bodybuilding Summit? It will be in November. I said, okay, game. Let's do it. So I continued to train, keep a clean diet. And November 30 of 2019, I said to my family, I said, I just want to do this on my own. I want to go out there and just have fun. I was quite nervous during MuscleCon and BodyCon. This time, I'm just going to enjoy it. And by surprise, my son John came in the audience. He was my number one fan. Go, mom, go, mom. And boom, 
finally I got first place. I got my gold. I was the champion for all bikini categories for the newcomer and for the open. The open meaning all ages, all heights. I was competing with young ladies half my age, younger than my adult children. That was such an awesome high for me. My message here is to never give up on what your goal is on life. Of course, life is not easy. There's always so many challenges and so many hurdles. Don't be down if you don't make it the first, second, third time. Just keep on going until you achieve that goal you desire. So came 2020. I auditioned for Gold's Bodycon once more. This is five now. And yes, that's right. I made it in again as one of the finalists. Thank you so much, Gold's Gym Philippines, for giving me the opportunity to be your finalist once more, to continue to inspire others, and to improve myself as well. I heard of one more competition. Century Tuna Superbots. They did have it in 2020 as well. I said, ooh, that looks very exciting. So I did the audition and yes, I did make it in. So I was a finalist for two fitness competitions in 2020, Gold's Bodycon 5 and Century Tuna Superbots. By February of 2020, this was going on in my life. At the same time, I already finished my fitness instructor's course. I did my 80 hours OGT at Gold's Gym Clark. I passed the exam. I got my certificates. Officially, I'm a fitness coach as well. And then March came, March 2020. We all know what happened in March. Yes, that's right, COVID lockdown. Of course, it was a very challenging time for everyone, but I kept my mind focused, inspired, motivated. This was an opportunity for me to use what I learned in the fitness instructor's course to train myself before I train others at my very home, in this very room. People may ask, hmm, okay, what if you don't have any equipment at home? How can you train? No equipment, no problem. Why? Ask me why. Because your body is your equipment. There are so many exercises you can do with your body weight. Samples, jumping jack, jump squat, push-ups, dips, so many more that you can search and find on the internet. There are so many amazing people you can follow. You can follow me. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Ageless by Shirley. That's me. May came in 2020, Century Tuna Superbuds decided to go digital. And I said, no problem, I'm ready. I stayed, I kept myself 
motivated. So I did all the requirements. We had to do it from home. One man team preparing for Century Tuna Super Buds and came September of 2020. Finals night. Yes, yes, yes. Once more. I was awarded their Miss Ageless for Century Tuna Superbuds. Thank you very much for seeing my efforts, for choosing me to be your Miss Ageless. Till the day, till this very day, I am very proud of that achievement. After Century Tuna Superbuds, my journey as a fitness coach started. I have guided many people to achieve their fitness goals, weight goals from that time until today. I have a fitness group. We are called Abs Fitness. Abs is called, or it means, ageless by surely, slowly by surely, you can be fit and healthy. Let me guide you to be a better, version of yourself. In the future, one of my goals is not so much about myself anymore. It's for me to train my own athlete, someone who has been overweight, having health issues, achieving the weight, got their goals, and going to the next level to becoming an athlete and getting on stage. And when their time comes to be champion, that would be the ultimate goal for me as a fitness coach. Like I said, not so much about myself anymore. It's about giving back, being there for someone else, and I can be there for you as well. My message is so very simple. Age is just a number be inspired, be motivated, follow me on my social media handles. Let me guide you to be a better version of yourself, that it's never, ever too late to be fit and healthy. Good afternoon. My name is Shirley Garcia. Thank you.